the uh, there was an Indian chief in in Washington, what is now Washington State, mm-hmm. and his name was Chief Seattle. And Seattle, Washington, is uh, his yeah, name because of him. I've heard about him. Yeah, he was one of the big big ones, very influential. But he said he made a statement that if the common man in our society acted like the leaders of your society, we would kill him. Hey there, and welcome to the Breaking Trail podcast. My name is Ruben, and uh, this is a quote from the Bhagavad Gita that whatever action is performed by a great man, common men follow in his footsteps. And whatever standards he sets by exemplary acts, all the world pursues. So today we'll speak a bit about how to be an inspiration, how to help others, how to actually, wherever I'm at in my life, contribute to the well-being of others and the world. Okay. (laughs) You must have very dry wood, man. That thing started up like... Yeah, I know, I know. So one trick that I've learned, my mother tells me is you should keep the firewood inside for a day and then you you use it. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. But she, but, but, so, and what I learned in the military service, she actually, there's actually a book called Eld, which means fire, which is like inspired by the Samis, how they, how they made fire and how they kept the fire going. And so there's all like book with art of fire. And then she, she she read that, so we were speaking a, a bit about it. Like, I mean, nowadays, I guess most people don't even have a fireplace, but back in those days, it was essential. And the nomadic Sami people, you know, they would make their when they when they had a fire, you wouldn't like let it burn out. You would keep it in the night. You would keep it going. You would always when you you would even travel with it. You would make it like put it in the soil or or something, so you would keep the little some kind of uh, what it's called. Embers. Uh, embers. Yeah, embers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You'd keep yeah. those when you travel them. And yeah. It's, yeah, I've um, read that that kind of the Native Americans did similar things. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All those native cultures, they had the material stamped up figured out, you know. Exactly. Like and we think we're so civilized and advanced and you know, that was all cavemen and they were like but why is that how are we better how are we more civilized how is today's society better if you look at if you look from the outside of what we're doing like someone if someone would fly here from outer space and you know look at us like look at society where we're going like someone said we're polluting our the air that we're breathing or we're polluting the water that we're drinking we're destroying the land and filling with chemicals and poisons so we can't eat the food where like what how can you say that Things are going better yeah. in such a yeah. scenario. <laughs> and you know, another interesting point, I don't know about the Sama, it's probably the same, but in the Native American cultures, different tribes and so on, in general, I'm not saying this was every everyone, but in general, they had very strict rules about male and female association and contact. Oh, yeah. Very strict. Yeah. It wasn't like yeah, just yeah, some, yeah. you know, animalistic orgy like people portray it you know that's true that's true you know there was very very strict moral codes in these supposedly uncivilized people Mm -hmm. you know Mm. 
And it was the white man that came in and destroyed all the good things. Mm. Wow. The, uh, there was an Indian chief in, in Washington, what is now Washington State, mm -hmm. and his name was Chief Seattle, and Seattle, Washington is uh, his yeah, name because of him. I've heard about him. Yeah, he was one of the big, big ones. Very influential. But he said, he made a statement that if the common man in our society acted like the leaders of your society, we would kill him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's what he said. He couldn't believe the conduct of the leaders of the so-called, you know, elite white people. Yeah. yeah. You know, no morals, no honesty. You know, as the, America, as the natives would say, they spoke with a forked tongue. They say one thing and do another. Mm -hmm. And so on and so on. Yeah. So is this our next podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it is. <laughs> it just started with that. <laughs> yeah. We got about 18 minutes. Yeah, no so. problem. No problem. But but I, that's just, I, I there was a, <laughs> yeah, I had this encounter yesterday. I, I, I I've been... I don't know. I don't know which direction I want to take this, but because it might be. But but I, I anyway. I appreciate that point of like you need to have some kind of standard of living, and having rules and regulations is not a is not a bad thing. Of course, it's all done on a you know volunteer basis, no no force. But but to have a clear direction and to have clear guidelines, what you do and you do, you don't do that's that's human life. You because you're able to distinguish between you know not not necessarily you don't need to say like okay good and bad, but let's say you know this is going to take me in this direction and this other thing will take me in that direction. There was a friend of mine who was just. I did the same, I guess, but not that intensive. Like I was always looking at people really intensive in the eye, like I, girls too, you know. And but I was more and more as I started meditating, I started reflecting on how that perhaps affected that person, and I realized, you know, that's not. I don't want them to be focusing on me or like get distracted by my energy or anything. You know, I want them. I want to help them spiritually, and so if I'm living my life trying to share something with them and trying to help them, then perhaps you know it's the best to. To have a little, <laughs> anyways, yeah, that just came to my mind. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. But yeah, all too often when we interact with people, we're trying to draw the attention to ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. You know, look at me, listen to me. You know, think high of me because of what I've accomplished or what I did or. You know, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. In other words, I'm the center of the of the universe, and and I'm trying to yeah. draw everybody's attention onto myself. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's just another proof of the conditioned consciousness we're in that I'm the center. Yeah. You know, whereas true spiritual teacher is trying to do exactly the opposite. Don't put your attention on me. Put your attention on the Supreme Lord. Mm. You know, put your attention on 
spiritual life and spiritual growth and spiritual accomplishment and achievements and, you know, make this your horizon. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And there's so many, you know, it, we can call them, you know, extreme athletes or endurance athletes or, or whatever, you know, that are doing what they're doing. And they're, they're actually verbally saying the message, get out there and do it yourself. Find your own way, find your own goals, set your own goals. And, you know, you, you, you have no idea what you can really accomplish if you try, you know, don't limit yourself. Don't put boundaries, go beyond your boundaries. You'll be amazed at what you can accomplish. You know, I'm nobody special. I'm just, another person that's, you know, showing that the limitations are limitless. Oh, yeah, like that. Mm, You know, in other words, this is a message that a lot of these kinds of people are portraying now. Mm -hmm. But it's it's all material goals, material achievements. You'll be amazed at how much you can push your body. You know, when the body is saying, I can't go any further, you've got to, you know, bring in the mental strength and just Keep going, you know, push through it, overcome, you know, all the challenges and obstacles and difficulties. And when your mind throws up the red flag and says, I can't go any further, don't don't listen to it. Keep going, Mm. you know, and you'll have your highs and your lows and, you know, but in the end, you'll be a better person and you'll be so much, you know, more aware of what you can do. You're, you're more aware of yourself, et cetera. But it's all material accomplishments and yeah, achievements exactly. and goals. And, yeah. and nobody of these people that I've seen so far are mentioning anything about spiritual goals. Yeah. You know, and then, and that's, that's where they just don't understand what life really is and what it's for. And, yeah. and, and, but that's just like, that is so attractive to people. I mean, we have, I meet so many people that are so amazed by the, you know, this breathing technique that can help you stay underwater for half an hour, or you can stay in cold water for five minutes, you know, and survive or whatever, like you, it, it just this, but I guess you spoke about it the other week. I guess it's the outer focus, it's the sensation focus. Like people are so drawn to, to these things, but but the spiritual challenge and and the, not that not that we promote living spiritual life for the challenge itself, I guess. <laughs> but 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 still, we don't see we don't see that as or the people that have that are the true spiritual teachers that have developed spiritually and are trying to teach that to others they are not the leaders or, or the or the big idols that are promoted in society it's it's rather the yeah. opposite yeah it's, because it's, it's like, a materially based yeah, consciousness you know? yeah. and you know i am the body concept it always goes back to the root of false identification i think i'm the body you know and i the body can achieve amazing things you know by these techniques or this perseverance or this training regime or, you know, this I won't give up attitude or, you know, but it's still false because I'm not the body, Mm. you know. And so therefore, all these people, it never makes them truly happy, you know, 
they're the best in whatever they're the best in, you know, and maybe acclaimed by everybody that, okay, this is the best. But they're still not satisfied. They're still exactly. not happy. They got to get like, better. You know, exactly. they got to they, they got to prove well that was then. But now I can do even more. There's always this hunger for Ex more for yeah, doing it. Extreme. I see things. what you mean. Yeah. And at the time yeah, of death, totally. what does all that accomplish? Yeah. I don't know if you saw it in the news, but uh, this past week, maybe three, maybe four days ago, probably one of the top ranking well-known snowboarders in the world. He was from uh, Slovenia. I forget his last name. Marco is a very difficult name. Yelenta something, anyway. Okay. But but he's been, he was competitive, you know, back in the day, 38 now. But in the day, he was, you know, competitive in different disciplines and, you know, was on the podiums and so on. And then at some point, he just kind of, walked away from the competition side of the sport and just started making films and doing a lot of backcountry, you know, extreme snowboarding type things, yeah. you know, and having the time of his life, you know, and seemingly a successful marriage with two kids and so on. But anyway, just four days ago, he was in Austria at one of the, the resorts there really uh, Solden, and uh, he was with a film crew and they were going to, you know, do some shooting and he was going to do this very steep run. It was in a closed area of the resort. And uh, anyway, just at the top, as he was going to descend this steep area, he fell and hit his head on a rock under the snow and killed him on the spot. Oh, you know, I mean, he wasn't wearing a helmet, number one, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, which is, you know, a lot of these guys, if you if you see these guys in their different videos, most of these kind of guys don't wear helmets. Yeah. I guess it's cool not to wear helmets. Yeah. You know, helmets are a sign of weakness, maybe. I don't know. I've, I've never understood that philosophy. But anyway, the point is he wasn't. And uh, yeah. So he went from stardom and movies and this and that to dead, you know, in, in a matter of moments. I mean, they tried to revive him on the, on the slope and, and, you know, a medical team came, but it was too, they couldn't. Wow. So all of this accomplishment, you know, and he was sponsored by Burton Snowboards and GoPro and whatever, but... It's over. So in the end game, what did it all amount to? You know, like what was yeah. the real value here? Yeah, he had a lot of exciting, exhilarating moments, hooping and hollering, you know, descending extreme stuff and deep powder or whatever. But, you know, I, uh, that, that's not the point of life. Yeah, because I I guess some people could say and and would say like I I you know I'd rather live one day as a tiger than a thousand as a sheep. So let's just go at it and let's live fully and and do it. Well, and he, then, that that's the materialistic philosophy, you know. But you know, 
the real philosophy of life is that's not the way to live the human form of life. Yeah, you can do those things. We're not say sit on the couch all day. You know, get out and, and get in nature. And if, if no boarding's your thing, do it. But know who you are and know what the purpose of life is and and also spend, you know, your your thinking and your feeling and your willing and your activities in pursuing knowledge of the supreme and, and engrossed in, in meditation and trying to supreme please the Supreme Lord with your life and gaining knowledge about how to do that. And so, I mean, that's a worthy life, you know. That's worth something. And that's mm -hmm. something you, you don't have to... You, you can keep doing your snowboard and you can implement that and you can, you can gradually more and more... I mean, you can, you can snowboard... And that can be, I guess, somehow spiritual, not in itself, like being out the mountains, but if, for example, maybe you earn money and you donate that money in some spiritual cause, or I guess. Or you're an influencer. I mean, all these guys yeah. are influencers. Well, that's I mean, true. big influencers. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And so if, if they've got some spiritual basis from which they operate, they can send that message out to the people who admire them and want to be like them. I mean, there's a strong message, you know, that they can deliver because they deliver a strong message anyway. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, mean, an influencer is an influencer. And, and and the things they do, they are impressive. Like the things that these athletes do, they, I mean, they're so, have such perseverance and such endurance and just like go through everything to get their well done. So if they could, Take that a step further, then I guess that's your point. Yeah, use that same drive, motivation, determination, you know, just unbelievable <laughs> yeah. endeavor <laughs> to achieve God realization. And yeah, then they'd be successful very quickly. <clears throat> and so, teach others to. And to teach others to do the same, and then that's—I mean—that's amazing. Yeah, the influencers, you know. So, you know, the message can be delivered. What your life represents is the message you deliver. Isn't that true? That's true. Yeah. I mean, where you're at delivers a strong message. You don't have to say anything, really. You don't have to say do this. What you represent by your very life and being is the message. It speaks for itself. It speaks yeah. very loudly. When they say an act, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words, or, you know, you could say that an action is, is worth a thousand words or whatever. Mm. You know, so, you know, and then it's the, it's the time of death. They've, they've at least developed a consciousness in the right direction. How far it developed, how, how far they went, well, that's an individual thing. But that will go with them into their next life. Mm. You know, and so, yeah. But th th there's a point that I just thought would bring up. I mean, it seems like there's some kind of red... Thread, like you say in Swedish. I, I, how do you say that in English? Like, like there's a common denominator here that is somehow 
to the extent of who do I listen to and who can be a teacher, who who is a self-realized person that I can learn from. And then the question always arises like, is there such a thing? I even got this question yesterday <laughs> at a meditation class. We were speaking about it like, is there such a thing as perfection? Because we... You know, we, we we see those people we speak about you know a spiritually realized soul a perfectly realized person but most people would never even imagine that that's possible to come to such a platform of where you <laughs> don't have this contaminations and more yeah it's, uh, it is hard to believe because you know basically such a person is so rare you've never experienced that you have no experience of that. Exactly. And, uh, most people think that perfection is a, a material perfection. And so even if they're around a perfect, spiritually realized person, they will look at some what they consider to be material flaws. And they will say, well, this is not perfect. Look, he, he did that. He said this. He does that. You know, uh, so, they'll, so you're they'll putting put yourself above. in a... Yeah, in a judgmental position. And you can always find what you consider to be a flaw. Yeah. You know. But perfection means a relationship of pure surrender and love for the Supreme Person. And that is not always externally visible to the materially conditioned eye. Yeah, I see what you mean. You know. Mm -hmm. And so because we think that we know from the outside what, I mean, from the looks. Again, it's it's on the external level. It's not the internal. Yeah. Well, he doesn't look perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah it's, it's perfection is, is different. Spiritual perfection and material perfection. You know? yeah, and yeah. there's no such thing as material perfection. Mm, that's true. Yeah, I see. So... It's it's true their realization in one way, there's no such thing as perfection, materially. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the greatest of the great. This guy's a, a perfected snowboarder. Let's say he made a mistake. Yeah. You know, he hit. I don't know what caused him to fall, but anyway, he made a mistake. Obviously, for whatever reason, and it cost him his life. So you say, well, he wasn't perfect. Mm. Yeah. You know. <laughs> You can find imperfection because there's no perfect perfection, materially speaking, because it's an, it's designed like that. Yeah. The world is designed like that. It's perfect. It's, it's perfectly perfect imperfect. And it's perfect. Perfect and it's imperfection. Yeah, <laughs> I've yeah. heard. <laughs> yeah, it's perfectly imperfect. Wow. It's perfect in its design, but it's designed to be imperfect for the eternal well-being of spirit soul. It's it's that's how it is. So we don't get stuck here and just think that this is home and we don't develop and we just yeah, everything's not. Quit nice. trying to make that which is designed imperfectly. Don't spend your life trying to make it perfect because you can't. That's what we all try to do: make it perfect for me. The perfect house, the perfect this, the perfect car, the perfect relationship, the perfect physical body, and the perfect whatever, whatever. 
<clears throat> because it doesn't exist. And we spend our whole life coming up short because it's not perfect yet. Just like we said in the last podcast, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We're always trying to fix it. Yeah. It's not broken, see? And everybody says, well, if I was God, I'd have done it different. I wouldn't have done it like this. I would have done it like this. But the next guy says, well, if I was God, I would have done it like this and not like this. <laughs> Nobody would agree. Exactly. You know? <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's so true. So yeah. that's another thing that we, we have to come to terms with, really. You know, what is perfection? You know, it's our relationship with the Supreme. And it starts with perfect understanding I'm not the body. That's, that's a huge step toward perfection, that I'm not the body. That's a perfect truth, a perfect realization. Yeah. You know? And maybe if I haven't even fully realized it, I perfectly accept it as true. Yeah, I see. So there's the difference between. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these things, you can't perfectly realize it until you do, but you can accept it as perfectly true. Yeah. Yeah. So that's faith. That's, That's some necessary ingredient, see, faith. It's described, you know, that's necessary. And I guess some things mm-hmm. we we will for sure not exp- like be able to experience before we can determine, you know, what what it's going to be. For example, death. It's not like we can experience this, experience it and then we make a decision how it's going to be. <laughs> no yeah. one's going to be able to uh, experience yeah. it first, and then you might have a near death experience, but then you're still not dead. You're still in the material world, and you're still coming back. With, right. You're, you're, doesn't count. Yeah. But it wakes a lot of people up to the fact that they're not the body. Yeah, yeah. But then they don't know what to do with that knowledge. Exactly. You know, and okay, I know who I'm not. I know I'm not the body, but I don't know who I am. Yeah. You know. (laughs) Okay, well, now what? So that's why we need a spiritual realized teacher who can fill in all the blanks, connect all the dots, make it all so clearly connected, you know, and, and just give us more and more information and take us further and further and, and encourage us, you know, like doesn't a good coach always encourage, you know, his athlete to, yeah. you know, come on, come on, you can do it. You can, you got it. You can, and, and, and teach the, the different ways to get better. Okay. Stop doing that. That's an obstacle in your growth, but you know, do this. And mm. I mean, we got coaches all over the place in everything. Yeah, that's true. So we need that perfect spiritual coach to encourage us, to correct us, you know, to discipline us, to guide us, to love us, you know, because it's all done out of love. It's not done out of any other motivation. You know, a truth teacher. Whatever it may be that he does is done out of love. Hmm. Not to hurt anybody. So it can come in different forms, you know. 
but it's for the well-being of everybody. Yeah. And uh, and love is not always what it. It's 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 often it, it's deeper than on the, the the externals. Yeah. Always like oh you're so great you're so great in every way so much love but actually you know sometimes love comes in the form of telling you you know you're not so great you need to this is <laughs> i mean a so, mother that so really loves do. the child often has to scold the child correct the child chastise the child to protect the child to educate the child to move that child you know further toward their ability to do the right thing, understand life, and so on. But they're doing it out of love. They're not doing it to harm the child. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's like that, but on a perfect level. Mm. Yeah, so. And then we, yeah. Oh, yeah, I was just going to end by saying, like, we. Yes. Yeah. We all we all need that. Like I, I had this again, back in the previous episode. Just like this, 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 yeah, this idea of you need the wisdom to know the difference between the things that you can change and the things that you can't change, and then knowing whether I should try to change, which things I should try to change, and which things I don't need to try to change. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Sometimes I need to change myself and not the outer <laughs> situation. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Ruben, I think we better have a little kirtan. Well, yeah. Let's do it. I think I have to put some more fire on <laughs> Some more wood on the fire. But it, it's okay, Slava. I'm recording. I'm recording on... I'm recording on... Yeah, I'm recording anyway through... Down. Through restream. No, that was the second one. That was the second issue. Second. I could have told. I could have told it more clearly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the guitar. I guess I need. Mm -hmm. That's all right.
Oh 